Welcome to the Mind Shifting Podcast. Here you'll find a weekly chat with topics that spark curiosity and interest. It's an honor to have you join us. Hello, hello. How is everyone doing? I hope you're all well, and I hope January has been kind to you so far. I think it's one of the toughest months of the year because you are just so excited on getting ready to tackle this new year and you set resolutions and everything seems planned and usually around the 15th we feel as if it's the longest month of the year that's an entire year on its own and we tend to lose our compass in terms of accomplishing the things we want so i'm aware that it's a difficult month i'm hoping that you're all doing the best you can and that you're kind to yourself this beginning of the year of 2022 i must say i did not have a lot of expectations because judging from the previous two new years expectations are not meant to make us feel better i guess this is how i would like to start today's episode i think expectations are meant to put pressure on us to make us feel inadequate to have a second guessing and questioning ourselves all the time and i'm not into expectations then this is maybe one of my resolutions for this year More specifically though, a topic I'd like to touch on today and I feel that I should disclaim that it is a difficult topic and I should preface here a trigger warning if you have been a victim of assault, a victim of sexual abuse, verbal abuse, just any kind of abuse, you might feel that you'd like to pause today's episode, maybe skip to another one, or if you are keen on listening to this episode, remember each person's experience is completely different. We all deal with pain in a different way. You're not wrong in the way you're feeling. I'm speaking from the heart and I'm speaking from information I've heard from all sorts of people and in no way am I putting myself in a position of a person who has been through something like this. That's just a little disclaimer I wanted to put out there. If you have been following the news, if you live in Greece, you know this by now, but even if you live abroad and you've been uh, catching up on some European news, I guess, you may have noticed that there has been the past year It actually marks almost like a, a full calendar year. The Me Too movement has gotten a lot of attention, a lot of media coverage here in Greece, and people started to speak up about positions they've been put in, times in their work, especially in the workforce that they've been sexually abused, verbally abused, taken advantage of, anything that has to do with putting you in a compromising position. And most people that spoke up were women. Most of these women were in the active industry specifically TV and theater and most of these women discussed about times in their life that they were assaulted either on stage in front of the audience so there was nothing they could do or with the promise of a big role and a big career I guess in the Greek industry a lot of these women spoke up and I think we all felt that finally change is going to happen we're not hiding behind our fingers anymore we're not sweeping things under the rug 
this is real, this is happening. Everyone has to know what's going on. We all felt that this was the case, but as the months, the weeks went by, we just kept hearing about another assault and another assault. Men killing their girlfriends out of jealousy, men pushing their girlfriends off a cliff because the girlfriend asked to break up. And you would think to yourself that, wow, this has gotten so much media coverage. People might want to think again before acting. That wasn't the case, unfortunately. But I think we all had this hope that things were starting to look up in terms of assault. What I'd like to say is that I'm a woman and this is how I feel right now. I feel that in the workplace, sometimes I find that I mute myself so I don't seem too powerful or too strong opinionated or I don't look as if I'm overstepping on someone's boundaries. As a woman in a social circle, in a social setting, I find myself second guessing, am I being too provocative? Should I be out at this time? Should I be wearing this? Should I be dancing? Does that send a signal that I'm inviting someone to come up and just speak to me or grab me or anything like that? I think a lot of women feel like this right now because you hear these stories about people being abused in their own houses and there was this huge story here in Greece about a pilot. He was well respected in the society. He was seen as some sort of prince and he saved the girl and he killed her. Nobody believed that he would do such a thing because he's a pilot and he's so well accomplished and a lot of people, especially women in the Greek media would say that he's so handsome, why would he feel the need to kill his wife? This has been a phrase that's been used about men who've assaulted women. Oh, but he's so handsome or young. His life looks promising. Why would he feel the need to assault someone? I don't want to say the R word, R-A-P-E, because it's such a strong word. It makes my stomach queasy. It makes my stomach upset just saying this word. And for the purpose of just making sure everyone is feeling calm throughout this episode, I will be referring to it as assault. At the moment, there is another case that has put us all, especially women, in such a compromising position. On New Year's, there was a party happening in the second, I think, largest city of Greece. This girl is 23, 24. She's lost her parents and this girl was drugged. There were things added in her drink. She found herself waking up in to a room the next morning, a room she did not recognize. She wasn't wearing any clothes. There were visible signs on her body that something had happened and she did not back down. She got up, mustered whatever courage she had and she walked into a police station and told them, I know something has happened. I know I've been drugged. This is my body. I don't feel well. I know something wrong has happened. The men that are allegedly involved, just to be technical, until justice is brought to them, are all powerful, rich, wealthy. These men allegedly chose to assault a 24-year-old girl in a hotel room on New Year's. This is just a case, one of the many, many cases, obviously, that have been brought to the surface right now. And this is one of the many cases that we are discussing. The reason I chose this case to discuss with you all 
is because this young woman, this young lady decided to speak up at the moment it happened and she has names back, timestamps, all the evidence, I guess. And there are still people, there are still women second guessing her, asking themselves, why was she at a party in the first place? Maybe she was wearing something that provoked them. And all these wonderful little excuses we hear throughout the years that have to do with why are women putting themselves in this position as if it's something we're asking for as if every woman wakes up and says maybe today is the day I'll ask to get assaulted the reason this case obviously so much coverage is because it involves powerful men it's not some random 18 year old boy from a troubled neighborhood but it's men who have I guess a status in society I would say it involves men who think that they can get away with this they might it's a possibility and I think the young lady involved in this case, she might know this, my fear of this. I heard an interview of hers the other day that she says she can't wait for the day that she can scream out loud, this is what justice feels like. I hope it's not too long of a road for her to get there, but I do fear as women in society today, especially, what is it that we can do? Meaning we are speaking about things, we are not staying silent, we are sharing our fears and our struggles with others around us, and we are met with answers such as, well, it's a little too late, you brought it up now, or maybe you did something to provoke him, or, but he's so handsome. Him, why would he feel the need to assault you? So I guess my question is that I understand it might be rhetorical. What are we supposed to do? What is it that we are meant to do in this case? Are we supposed to stay at home locked up all day so we don't provoke anybody on the road, on the street? Are we supposed to scream bloody murder the second someone looks at us in a funny way just so we can prevent anything happening? Are we all supposed to become karate, kickboxing, Krav Maga and enthusiasts just so we feel that we can defend ourselves on the street my question again doesn't have an answer is what do you want us to do i understand that some people might think that they have the solution to this dress modestly or don't leave your house or only speak to people that you don't feel threatened from i would like to remind these people that most abuse cases and most assaults happen in a domestic environment most people are abused and are assaulted at home. So I guess it won't even help us if we stay locked up at home because so many people have this happening in their own houses. As a woman right now, I can't say that I feel threatened because I think that would take away from the women who are truly going through this uprising right now. But I feel vulnerable and I don't like feeling vulnerable. A wrong turn, a wrong decision, cutting off someone on the street might result into something I won't be able to handle. Even though I have an amazing support system and I know that from my closest friends and family, I wouldn't be met with questions such as, are you sure that happened? Are you maybe imagining it? Or, oh, but he seems so nice. Why would he do this to you? I wouldn't have this reaction. So I understand that I'm speaking from a place of comfort, but I feel vulnerable. We're all 
all keeping a secret. We're all thinking of different scenarios where we felt uncomfortable, where we felt danger. Even if we felt a weird vibe, a weird look from a friend's boyfriend, we can't speak up about that because at the moment, I think we are being harshly judged and we are being second-guessed and questioned. People are doing everything they can to sort of silence this movement, the Me Too movement. I'm tired of hearing, oh, well, one person spoke up and then all of a sudden everybody remembered they've been assaulted. That's not how it works. Yes, one person spoke up and gave courage and was able to create this path for all these people who decided after that to speak up about assaults and any sort of abuse that has happened. What I would like to leave you with throughout today's episode is if you are a person on the receiving end of such information, please don't be quick to judge. Listen, just have your ears open. Don't ask clarifying questions. Don't try to make sense of it. There is no logic to abuse. There is no logic to assault. Even if I am wearing the shortest skirt, if you think my attire is asking for it, there is still no justification to abusing and assaulting a person. So if you are on the receiving end of this information, if someone approaches you and shares their story with you, just be open to the information you're receiving. Try to not be judgmental. Don't rush to have them second guess themselves that, oh, maybe this isn't how things happen. Be there, be supportive. And if you think that there are legal requirements that are needed, share that concern with the person. Tell them that you'll be next to them if they decide to speak to the police or to a lawyer about this. Just offer any type of emotional and physical support you can. You can ask questions later, you can try to make sense of it all later, but when you're hearing this information, don't think, oh, maybe this person did something or, oh, who assaulted you because I've heard he's a really good guy. That's not how it works. And I understand that the mind sometimes races and you try to make sense of things, but in this case, I don't think you'd be able to make sense of things. If you are a woman hearing this episode and thinking to yourself, yeah, that sounds very simple. I'm just going to walk up into a police station and talk about what happened to me. I get it. That's not how things work. And I think that if you are close to walking into a police station, have someone with you, bring a friend, bring a colleague. You don't need someone to take over your case and talk as if you're not in the room. Just have someone next to you, have someone you can hold their hand and squeeze it when needed. Just have someone be a sounding board for you. At the moment, I think you just need to take one step and then the following day another step. And that's how I think this path is going to go. Just put one foot in front of the other and try your best to keep moving. I understand this wasn't a typical episode of this podcast, meaning it wasn't really a problem-solving episode. I wish I had the solution to this issue. Maybe a quick solution I can offer is to parents and teachers and people who affect young kids. Raise your kids to be better people. Raise your boys to be kind and respectful. And if your daughter, if your friend, if your sister comes to you with a story like what I discussed earlier, don't judge her. Don't make her feel as if she's in the wrong. Listen, and let's all just be better. I think we can all do better and we can be better. And thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. 
I hope you enjoyed it and left you with some food for thought. Until next time, always remember to allow your mind the space to shift. Find us on Instagram at mindshift.gr or wherever you listen to your podcast.